Hey guys, it's Lauren Yates here, celebrity interviewer, entertainment reporter, and the host of this podcast, Rave It Up, celebrity news, reviews, and interviews. If this is the first time you're listening, go check out our show's trailer on Apple Podcasts or Spotify to learn more about us. And make sure to follow us on social media to tell us what else you would like to hear from this podcast. We are under Rave It Up TV on Instagram, Rave It Up Show on Facebook, and our website is raveituptv.com. Today, we're going to be having a chat over Zoom with Odie Gallup, who is the technical advisor of the TV show SWAT. He also plays Sergeant Stevens on the show too. Now, Odie was a part of the Navy for four years and then San Diego Police Department for 28 years. And in that time, he got to be a part of SWAT, narcotics, beach team, patrol, and so many more. So you can probably guess we have a lot to talk about today. Before we get into today's interview, we would like to give a shout out to our Patreons, Irene, Bev, and Michael. If you haven't heard of Patreon before, it is a great way to support us and keep us running and improving. You pick a membership tier that suits you and your budget per month, and in return for supporting us, we'll give you behind the scenes content and free stuff. You don't have to give much either. You can be a part of our Patreons for as little as $4 a month. Just visit patreon.com forward slash rave it up. You can even donate through PayPal if you don't trust other sites. You can do so just through our email, raveituptv at gmail.com. If you have any questions, please do not hesitate to contact us. We appreciate anything you can do to support us. Now, let's get into this interview. Three, two, one. Let's do this. Rave it up. Hey guys, it's RJ May from Breaking Bad. It's Adam Stavani from Step Up. It's Keegan Allen from Pretty Little Irish. Hi, this is Arthur Butcher. It's Cosentino. It's Rob Mills. Todd McKenney with Lauren Yates on Rave It Up. We're raving it up. Rave it I'm up. having fun. Hashtag Lauren, rave it up. Yes. <laughs> 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 Sorry. Thank you, I like that effect. <laughs> We're raving it up. Odie, welcome to Rave It Up. It is a pleasure to have you on our show. How are you going today? It's going great. Thanks for having me. It's uh, not too often that I, I get to do interviews. So uh, this is this is great. Thanks for inviting me. And, uh, you know, let's get started. You're very welcome. I, I love to always hear about the behind the scenes stuff. So, you know, people always want to, you know, interview the actors and the people on screen, which, you know, you have been a few times on SWAT as well. But because you're such the behind the scenes guy, people kind of forget about you a little bit. It's sad. <laughs> Ah, well, that's okay. You know, sometimes it's nice to be uh, behind the scenes, but uh, yeah, usually, usually we're behind the scenes making things happen. And, uh, you know, every once in a while I, I get thrown on there, Sergeant Stevens, but uh, I don't mind behind the scenes, trust me. But you're the reason, you know, it's such a great show. That I, I know that's a really big compliment, but I mean it. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate it. I mean, it takes a lot. It took a lot uh, in the very beginning uh, to get everybody going, but uh, everybody was pretty squared away and uh, they were eager to learn, eager to listen. I mean, from the top down, they just wanted to uh, portray, you know, the people that uh, I worked with in a positive and hardworking and, uh, you know, legitimate uh, light. And uh, they've done a great job and they were all, they always worked hard. They worked hard from day one and they still work hard. It looks like a very well-oiled machine now (laughs) after so many years it's been on. As you probably uh, already know too, you know, Kenny Johnson's been on the show as well and Peter Anorati. So it would be really great to, you know, we've heard all their side of the story. It would be really good to hear your side of the story too. And they just kept raving about you, pun intended there, (laughs) rave it up. (laughs) They did just keep raving about you, just how amazing you are and, you know, you're the reason that they're, 
the show's so authentic and that they've learned all this, you know, these amazing things that they're putting into the show. Yeah, I, uh, you know, I started, I was in the military, I was in the Navy for years, uh, got out of the uh, Navy, and then I was hired by the police department. Uh, I was uh, worked for San Diego PD for 28 years. Uh, years of that were on SWAT. Uh, other years were spent in undercover narcotics, uh, dignitary protection, basically bodyguard stuff, yeah. uh, patrol. And, uh, you know, from day one, uh, when I met these, I, I got this job actually to a ex-military friend that I knew. Um, I hadn't talked to him in like a year and he was a, you know, SEAL team guy. He called me up and said, Hey, I got some friends in Hollywood. They're coming out with a show on CBS called SWAT and they're looking for a tech advisor. Are you interested? And I said, sure. What do they do? You know, I was getting ready to retire in about a year. And, um, I said, yeah, I didn't, this was not on my horizon. I had not even thought of this at all. And so it was kind of sure. What, uh, what does a tech advisor do? And he told me and I said, yeah, sure. I'd be interested. And how did he hear about it too? He knows uh, a couple of the producers, uh, unit production managers that were here, just um, knowing them throughout the years. Mm. And, uh, you know, I hadn't talked to him for a while and he just called me up by the blue. He knew I was on SWAT and went from there. It's meant to be. Got, got to thank him now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, no doubt. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Well, and also because it is your first time on our show, I'd love to kind of start from the beginning of your yeah. whole career, your life, just to get a good idea of how you made it to where you are today. Because I have, you know, I have done my research on you and I knew about the Navy and the San Diego Police Department <laughs> too. So I got some other, you know, uh, yeah. more specific questions about that too. But I did also read that you grew up in a small town in northern Maine. So how was it growing up? in a small town is it crazy now looking back upon everything that you've achieved did you even think that was a possibility in a small town uh you know that's a great question i i grew up in a small town called holton it is uh on the east coast at the end of the i-95 uh freeway before you go into canada and uh i grew up there loving it uh, of course in a small town when you're younger you just can't wait to get out you want to get into something bigger and do something different yeah. And uh, I joined the Navy. Uh, actually, my parents and I, my family moved to Florida, uh, Destin, Florida for a year. He, my dad worked on an oil rig. And uh, after a year, uh, he came back and the family came back. And I was like, uh, you know, I, I'd like to expand and maybe try something different, go to a city, do whatever. So I just went into the Navy recruiter and, and joined the Navy. Wow. That's a big jump, though. That must have been very scary. Uh, you know, coming from a small town, uh, I think I was ready for something. It was, just um, exciting. <laughs> it was just different and exciting, but you know, I mean, once you get older, like now this, this point in my life, I am, you look back on those days and you're like, you know what? I'm glad I came from a small town. It kind of had you grounded. Um, the small town life, the rural life, uh, was great. And I, I, I actually would like to find a place back there and move back after I get done with this or get done with whatever comes in the future, because it is a different uh, quality of life. Uh, I think in a lot of the major cities, everything is go, 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 go. And mm -hmm. when you have a smaller rural town, it's kind of like you can enjoy life and have a better quality of life, I guess I should say. Yeah. So retire there, start there and you finish there. <laughs> Right, exactly. Yes. Yeah. Big circle of life, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It is actually. Yes. Yeah. And before joining the Navy, because that was right after high school, wasn't it? Were, were there any other careers that you did want to pursue? 
no, not really. I, I graduated high school and military was the, uh, the thing that I was looking at. And when we finally moved back to my hometown, it was kind of like made the decision for me um, to do that. At the time, my parents, we owned a, uh, we owned a, it was kind of a smaller zoo. And uh, it was probably, I can't remember how many acres, but we had different kinds of animals. Uh, you know, we had lions, we had bears, we had bison. I, monk, I mean, we had, we had everything. Um, you know, in today's world, it doesn't, you know, it wouldn't work. But we, back when I was younger, like I said, younger years ago, um, I, you know, we had a pet lion that we had with us. Wow. And my dad, yeah, my dad would bring it home and we would play tug of war with it with a stuffed animal. And you had like lions that had those big like growls. And we'd be playing tug of war with it and it would be doing the growl and, uh, and it would just pull it apart, shred it. But, uh, those are some good memories I have from those days when we did that. That's a little, a little note that probably not a lot of people know. Yeah. That's so cool. I feel like I just got a bit of an exclusive there. A zoo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You do. Actually. Yes. Wow. So you didn't want to go more down like the animal route. You obviously were growing up around that stuff. <laughs> well, it happened. It happened that, uh, you know, the, the economy kind of went in the tank. And then it was it was a place where you had like when you were in high school, like you would have field trips to places like that. And uh, and we it was doing great. And all of a sudden the economy crashed and kind of you know stopped. And so, you know, my dad kind of my dad sold a lot of the property, got out of the business, sold the animals to other zoos and stuff oh. like that. And we just moved on. Yeah. Oh, all the all the big zoos got it all. Oh, well. Right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Uh, at least you can say you've you've experienced that though. A lot of yes, people yes. can't say that, so that's really exciting. <laughs> Did you know we filmed this interview? Well, come on over to our YouTube channel, Rave It Up TV. You can subscribe for free. And here's a little secret. We like to reward our active subscribers with autographed photos and merchandise, no matter where you are in the world. So don't forget to give us a thumbs up while you're there and get busy sharing the videos with your friends. Do you love the world of entertainment? And do you love writing? Well, you could be perfect to join Rave It Up. We are currently looking for talented new writers to write for our website, raveituptv.com. You must speak fluent English and be passionate about everything entertainment, from celebrities to movies and music. If you're interested, please email us at info at raveituptv.com. So you were with the U.S. Navy for four years on a nuclear-powered, what, fast attack submarine. I, Correct. I don't know if you're allowed to tell us more about what you did and, you know, what what did that all entail? Well, back, back, in, back in that day, it was, uh, you know, it was Russia was our, our common person or common country, I guess I should say. So we did a lot of stuff. Uh, uh, watching Russia and doing different things, you know, all other new equipment, technical stuff, new submarines, new ships and all that kind of stuff that uh, they would uh, christen and, and send out. Uh, you know, we would just find out intelligence on all of that. And that's what we did for four years. That's what I did for four years on board the submarine. So it was, uh, it was good. It was fun. It was when I was younger. And so of course, when you're younger, you have no care in the world. And it was, it was a good time, you know, went to a lot of places. That's where I ended up going to Perth, you know, went to Perth for a, you know, a week and a half, had a great time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And uh, we were supposed to go to other ports, Tasmania, you know, a couple other places and then kind of got uh, waylaid by something that happened. I can't remember what it was. And so we had to go back to sea, but uh, uh, you know, I, I had good memories from Perth going to, you know, nightclubs and hanging out. And, <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. 
Well, how often did you spend like in the submarine and then on land? That's not four years just um, in the submarine, is it? <laughs> right. Well, back then we were going to sea quite a bit. Uh, we were, uh, you know, the longest I was underwater was sixty-four days. And, oh my goodness! And, and you get used to it. You know, you get you get used to it. You get into your routine, and and but uh, you know, we were probably you know, we would go on deployments, you know, six months at a time, come back, do some training, upkeep on the, on the submarine. And then, uh, you know, after a while we would go back out for another deployment after a while. But, uh, you know, the Navy, when I was in the Navy, it was, it's good memories. We had, I had a good time. And, you know, after I got out, did an odd job, you know, for a little bit and then got hired on, on San Diego PD. Mm. Yeah. I did read that as a few odd <clears throat> jobs what sort of odd jobs were they? Uh, well, like I worked for. Or... A comp- uh, no, I, I worked for a company called uh, Airborne Express. And now it's DHL. I think oh, it's DHL cool. now. Yeah. yeah. So I did that right after I got out of the Navy. Uh, other than that, that was the only job I kind of had when I got out until I got hired. So I got hired That's probably fantastic. after a year, maybe a year, a little bit less of doing that. I had applied six months after I started working at that job and then got hired. They were looking, you know, they, they were looking for military guys, ex-military guys who were getting ready to get out or getting out, um, mm-hmm. you know, for experience and, and uh, life, life experience. Yeah. That's great hearing these stories. Cause you know, when people just need to pay bills, it's like, cool, you know, hospitality is always hiring or bartenders right. or whatever. Yeah. Like, go, people go down that avenue, but that's really good to hear something different. It's something I hear yeah. all the time in my interviews. So there you go. You're different yeah. today. <laughs> Well, I, after you, after the Navy as well, you know, as you mentioned, the San Diego De- P- Police Department, it was 28 years of your life. Yes. That's a really long time. What was your favorite part? You obviously mentioned you were part of SWAT for a little while, patrol, the beach team, narcotics, so many yeah. different things. Do you Definitely. have a favorite part of the whole thing? Any cool stories that you can share with us? I mean, I, you know, I think, I think, uh, you know, every, every, detail that I was on. Uh, I, I loved, I had a great time. Patrol is, is, you know, the meat and backbone of a department because they're the ones you see drive around the cars on the street all the time. Uh, you know, narcotics is fun because, uh, you know, my Sergeant Stevens role here is a recurring character. So every once in a while I get, you know, I get on and, and they give me something and they're all like, well, do you take acting lessons? And I'm like, Guys, I, I acted in real life to Do save I my need life to, to survive, yeah. <laughs> you know, undercover narcotics where we dealt with uh, various, you know, cartels, et cetera, uh, with the team that I was on. So, you know, that's what I tell the guys. I'm like, yeah, I, I, I acted in real life for, to survive. I and <laughs> Yeah. So, but, you know, the beach team is fun. I mean, it's obviously on the beach. Um uh, and then I did SWAT for years and that was great. Cause you like the camaraderie being together with the guy, with, the, with everybody on the team. Uh, we had a female on the team when I was there, she was Ooh. a stud and she, she made it through everything just like all the guys did. And I love that. I love to see people like that. I love to see women come on to, you know, get on the teams and all, and uh, because working just as hard as we did. And it was great. I love seeing that. Um, you know, and I love doing that. It was, it was, uh, like I said, camaraderie doing different things over years, you know, qualified, uh, as a firearms instructor, did different, uh, warrant services. We did different details for, um, uh, one that stands out as a newspaper, uh, journalist from Mexico that, uh, had been writing a, about the cartel constantly. They didn't, they didn't like that. And so he had a couple of assassination attempts on his life. So he wanted to come to America across the border to 
actually get out of the compound that he had been staying in that he hadn't left for 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 a long time and uh and so he came over here and we provided the detail for him to do he went to a speaking engagement and then after the speaking engagement he hadn't been shopping for a long time he wanted to go to the mall and then he's like i'd like to go out to dinner to a restaurant and so we took him out to a restaurant he went out to a restaurant and we kind of sat out in the van and uh you know while he was inside eating but uh you know stuff like that doing uh and then for years i did executive protection uh dignitary protection for the mayors mayor, different mayors of san diego wow. um and I also do stuff on the side as in uh, dignitary protection. I still do that to this day. Every once in a while, somebody will call me. Um, I have some friends that work in different companies that will call me and see, my, see if I'm available to do stuff like that, which I am every once in a while. But uh, that was that, you know, I had a good time doing that just because you're with uh, the mayor. I was with the mayor, different mayors of San Diego for years. And so you get to know them and you get to uh, learn different idiosyncrasies, how they live you know, what they like, what they don't like. And so, and then you're traveling all around doing different things. You know, we would constantly uh, travel to Washington, DC. We traveled to Sacramento. Um, so it was, you know, that was that and SWAT were probably my two uh, probably funnest details that I had. And yeah. uh, there was always good memories in both of those. <laughs> yeah. Seems like you fitted a lot into 28 years. I think more important question I should be asking is what didn't you do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't, uh, you know, the chief would always ask me if I wanted to get promoted. I, I was a detective and uh, he always said, you know, you should get promoted. You should get promoted. And I would always, you know, I'm, I'm happy where I'm at. I, I enjoy what I'm doing. I just don't think that, you know, every person has to get promoted to a higher level if they enjoy what they're doing. Mm -hmm. And I think once you once you're doing something, you get to know that job inside and out. And I think today. I think today, um, maybe on some departments, uh, people try to get people to do different jobs every year or two. And, and I think you kind of lose perspective on, you know, being in the community or some guys like being in patrol forever and they like going out into the community. And, and once they get promoted or go someplace else, you kind of lose that. Yeah. And, um, you know, it was, and for me, it was when I went through probably three or four different mayors. And so whenever the one mayor would leave usually uh, a mayor's detail they get to pick whoever they want on their detail so usually when they come in they'll want somebody new to you know because you're attached to the old person but uh it was uh, every time a new mayor would come in it would be you know what you need to keep Odie you know he has all the contacts you know he treats you great and uh you know I, I knew a lot of people so it was kind of easier to get into a lot of places and so every time it'd be like yeah, okay, you're going to stay with me for my term. And then the next the next mayor, okay, you're going to stay with me for my term. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay. See, you do do a good job and then people rave about you and you just keep, you know, getting all these amazing opportunities. <laughs> yes, this is a great opportunity. I love it. Yeah. And I guess when you're at like the level that you were, you could do all those different types of jobs within the police department where I guess when you're at a higher level, you can't really do that because you're just overseeing yeah. everybody. Yeah, definitely. Pretty much. Uh, you know, when you get to, you know, for us in my department, it was, you know, you're a patrolman driving around your black and white car and you were a detective where you investigated things and then you could become a sergeant where you kind of oversaw other officers. Um, you're still doing, you know, in the field, driving around, making, taking care of your officers, but then, you know, you're still relegated to doing a lot of paperwork and, mm. and you know, discipline or whatever you, you know, whatever you have to do. And then once you get to, 
you know, after that for our department would be lieutenant and then captain. And, and after that, it's pretty much, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't want to bag on everybody, but, the, but it's like, you're not really doing police work anymore. You're just pretty much doing a lot of uh, administrational duties. Yeah. I can just imagine how much paperwork too. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And I was always one of those guys that I liked being in the mix and I like doing things and I like being out. And, uh, you know, so that's, that's what I enjoy doing. So I didn't really need to get promoted. Didn't want to get promoted. Yeah. You wanted to keep moving, you know, you love the yeah, action. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I like to be the blue collar guy. Yeah. You like to be out in there in the field. Did yeah, you get any exactly. major injuries over those 28 uh, years as well? Um, I was in, uh, I got into a few fights when I was in patrol, you know, uh, I tore up my knee a little bit, you know, um, tore up my, uh, hurt my shoulder a couple times, but other than that, I kind of escaped, you know, uh, serious injuries, obviously. Um, and you know, you had friends or acquaintances and friends that, um, have, have uh, passed away or, or died in the light of duty. So. Mm, sorry to hear that. But at least you, you keep going though, so that's good. Obviously, yes, not... definitely. You keep going, put your nose to the grindstone, and yeah. uh, you know, keep rolling along. And obviously, not no injuries that are so major that you can't work anymore. So correct, yeah, yeah. So far, that. so yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. Touch now wood for uh, you. <laughs> yeah, I know. Now you know. Uh, now it is. I love doing it because it's in my wheelhouse. Being on the show, doing SWAT stuff. So yeah. it's uh, you know, it's in my wheelhouse showing the cast how to do their stuff. So and you're good at it. So I'm so glad you got that <laughs> job. <laughs> Hey guys, it's RJ May from Breaking Bad. Adam Savani from Step Up. Bryce Johnson from Pretty Little Liars. Rob Mills. Todd McKenney with Lauren Yates on Rave It Up. These celebrities are sharing a message of hope and inspiring the younger generation in our new book, Knowing What I Know Now. This is filled with 70 quotes from your favourite celebrities on what they would tell their 14-year-old selves. A book filled with amazing advice to help you chase your dreams or help you deal with bullying or depression. It is available worldwide as a paperback or ebook version. Go to raveituptv.com to buy your copy now. There is even an audiobook version coming very soon. In this day and age, we are surrounded by technology and electricity all the time. Like our phones and laptops, phone and radio towers, Wi-Fi, electric power lines, and the appliances in our home. Do you know that these could be damaging your health because of the electromagnetic radiation coming off them? When I found Orgone Effects though and bought their products, I immediately noticed a difference. I started sleeping better and was even calmer and not always high in adrenaline. Orgone Effects has over 20 years experience in developing products to neutralize the harmful effects of EMRs. I have six of their products myself now and I could not recommend them highly enough. These products last a lifetime too, so you only have to buy them once. Go check out their website, orgoneffectsaustralia.com.au. That is O-R-G-O-N-E effectsaustralia.com.au. And type in the coupon code RAVEITUP at checkout. So from 2017 was when you mentioned your military friend told you about the, sh the show. I wanted yes. to know, was it like just a normal job interview or was it an audition like the actors have to do? Um, it was, it was kind of an audition. Uh, it was, and it was, a, 
you know, a, jo a job interview plus an audition, I guess I would say. Um, so my friend, you know, asked if I wanted to do it. And I said, sure, I'm interested because I was getting ready to retire in a year. Um, he goes, okay, I'll pick you up. And we're going to go up and talk to the producer and a unit production manager. And I went up one day, talked to them. We had a conversation for probably about an hour. And uh, they're like, okay, cool. We want to set you up with uh, Sean Ryan, who is a showrunner. So uh, a few days later, I went in and talked to Sean Ryan and uh, Aaron Thomas, um, both of them, you know, big uh, TV people. Sean Ryan did The Wire. Um, mm. You know, Aaron had done like Sleepy Hollow, all, you know, a various amount of high, uh, highly rated TV shows. And so I went in and talked to them for probably about an hour and a half, went through all my qualifications and, and you know, what I can do. And, and they told me what they would like to accomplish. And I said, okay, that sounds good to me. And they said, okay, we're going to, we want to set you up with Justin Lin, who was the director for the pilot. Um, and Justin, I mean, I don't know if you know who Justin Lin is. He's done a ton of movies. He's done a lot of the Fast and Furious movies. He's done Star yeah, Trek movies. <laughs> so next day I went in and met with him in Pasadena at his place. And we talked for an hour and a half. We hit it off. And, and a few days later, they called me up and said, okay, you're in. So from that point on, you know, we started the pilot or I, actually I should back up and say from that point on, then that was when, um, you know, they gave me a date. I came up and, and it was kind of weird going onto the, you know, lot, uh, universal lot, back lot. And where you're used to going through is, you know, when you come up for as a tourist uh, yes. attraction, you're used to going through going and now I'm on the back lot, you know, going, yeah, this is kind of weird. <laughs> you know, you're seeing the little trams go by and you're like, yeah, I used to be on one of those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and definitely a different feeling than all your, you know, all your police department work. It's like, oh, this is uh, this is different, a bit out of your comfort zone. Yeah, yeah. But but that's all good, you know, doing the job that I've done for years and used to that. And uh it was it was just kind of you're it was just different. It was just I wouldn't say surreal, but just kind of, oh, okay, this is cool. You know, <laughs> was there any a time in your mind that you weren't interested in going for it? Um, I don't think so, because I was, I was getting ready to retire. I mean, I was thinking about doing security late, uh, gigs like, uh, you know, dignitary protection stuff. Um, but, you know, once this came along, uh, the first day at the back lot of Universal, they gave us a little warehouse. Um, I met uh, I was and I was the first one in the room with my partner and we kind of set up. Uh, in SWAT, we used to set up, you know, yellow tape to make it the outline of a house. And then inside you'd have the different rooms taped off so you can do repetitions and get used to going into a house, going in through doors, going into rooms, you know, clearing a room with two people, uh, stuff like that. So when we first got there, that's what we did. Uh, you know, they gave us some uh, rubber rubber uh, rifles and, and had them all set up in their holsters and belts and rifles and stuff like that to work with. Yeah. Wow. I, I love learning about everything behind the scenes. Like yeah. the tape that's so, so something so simple, but it is, I'm guessing one of the first things you had to teach them as well as how to shoot. <laughs> and yes. They, right. uh, yeah. You know, cities, cities, a lot of cities don't have a big budget. And so like a lot of stuff you see on the show, like the Eagle's nest and all the high tech gear, a lot of cities don't have the budget for that. So um, you know, we don't have a lot of that stuff. Cities will take a lot of stuff on research and development, but a lot of that stuff is expensive. And then you usually don't end up using it because you can't afford it. Yeah. But, uh, you know, so that's how we did stuff was we taped out 
you know, the outline of houses, the, the rooms inside. And I was there when uh, Shamar first came in, introduced myself and he introduced himself and, and uh, you know, we went from there. The rest is history and everyone can afford tape, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yellow tape. And we were ready Don't to need roll. a big budget. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. And you did say you retired from the police department probably a year or so later. So you were working with the police department and being the SWAT tech advisor at the same time. How was that, you know, juggling all of that? That's a lot of work. Uh, It it was a lot of work. Uh, I had a lot of vacation time built up because, um, you know, I didn't really take a lot of vacation when I was on the department. So I had a ton of vacation time. And so I used that whenever they would need me uh, on set, I would just um, you know, take some time off, take some vacation days. And at that point, you know, I had about a year left. And so I went in and talked to the mayor and I said, you know, I've been here, you know, a lot of years, uh, I've got a lot of vacation time. I never really take vacation time. So I'm retired in a year. And so I would like to do this and I would like to use my vacation time as much as I can to get it down to almost zero. And I would appreciate it if, if uh, you would let me do that. And he said, Hey, you know what? your next uh the next point in your career is coming up so go for it so it it, it was it was it was on both sides where you know the mayor of san diego let me do that and that's you know that was great wow very respectful so you didn't have to be on set every single day like the actors have to back then um i was on set a lot um a lot. Uh, I, I had a partner from San Diego that started to help me out because I couldn't come up all the time. I was here most of the time. Um, and then I, when I retired, I've been here pretty much every, I'm on set pretty much every day now. Um, and that after I retired, I just opened that whole thing up where I didn't have to commute a lot and do all that. So it was, I'm on set pretty much every day now. <laughs> Good. You need to make sure they're doing everything specifically. Oh, I do. Yes, I do. I jump on them. There's guy. I do. I get them in huddles and, uh, you know, I've told them before that it doesn't matter to me who you are. I want you to do it. And I've, you know, I've yelled at them a few times. Uh, that's what I told them the first day when they come in, when they came into the warehouse and, and we went through rep after rep after rep, repetition, repetition, repetition. And I remember that first day and they were getting it down and, and they just wanted to work hard and they were, they were like sponges. They just, they just soaked it all up. And the last, the last repetition of the day that I had them do was there was going to be a meeting in that room at the end of the day with the director, producer, some people from CBS and Sony from what I remember. And so I put them on the spot and all these people you know, high level people from, from the show were coming in and I said, okay, guys, we're going to do it one more time. Uh, and these guys sat down, they were getting ready for the meeting and they watched us do the, do the repetition. And I think they were kind of impressed at what we had accomplished in the few hours that we were all together. So. Yeah. And speaking to Kenny and Peter, they actually loved it and actually appreciated how specific you were. Cause it is part of the job that they needed to learn that. Oh, definitely. It's, uh, it is. And then before the seasons actually started, they, uh, we, they, you know, the production company rented out a, uh, abandoned power plant and in Santa Clarita, and we had the whole day up there and we just set them through, you know, going through rooms and, and having targets in rooms, having suspects with guns in rooms and, and doing stuff like that. And it was a fun day. They had a great time and they learned a lot. And, uh, you know, that's what I say. It's like to this day, I stay on top of them and I make sure that they do it correct. And if not, I try to correct them and uh, they do a great job at, 
wanting to do it right. And I think that's what stands out about our show compared to other shows and, mm. and our show there's stuff that, uh, you know, they like to do the writers and stuff we like to do that's over the top a little bit. And my thing is, yeah, we can do that. And I massage it to make it look believable or to make it look tactically correct, at least. And there's stuff that we wouldn't do, but uh, I try to make it look as good as possible when they're involved with doing all their SWAT stuff. Yeah. Well, I kind of wanted to know too, because obviously there's a line between making it authentic and then, you know, with TV and movies and stuff, they also want to make things look really cool and over the top. Like (laughs) I've watched every single episode and I'm fully up to date, but now I'm like going back from the beginning and rewatching it again. I'm getting my boyfriend to watch it (laughs) because it's one of my favorite shows. I'm like, you have to watch it. Yeah. I'm even like that second uh, episode in season one when Mm -hmm. Shamar, so Hondo, comes in in that helicopter and makes that shot from the helicopter. I'm like, but how about like the wind and the helicopter moving? And I'm like, what? <laughs> Would that be possible? Well, you know, that, know. That, that has actually happened uh, from an LAPD officer that was on SWAT here. That actually happened. True story. And, and, wow. Yes, true story. Um, I have not talked to the, the officer, but yes, it, it has happened. That's but yeah, there is stuff. There is stuff that, uh, you know, like we never do, like SWAT doesn't do investigations, right? So, yes. but, um, but you know, you have to have something to keep the show going to make it exciting because, you know, a SWAT, you're kind of like training all day and then you're waiting for a SWAT call and then you're doing this. So it's kind of a lot, sometimes it's kind of boring. And uh, so they, you know, they, the show does investigations, um, you know, and there's other things like I always try to get us to be able to have a couple people go into a room where you never used to go into a room by yourself, but you know, there's times, you know, we have to massage stuff and, and, uh, for TV, for the story, which uh, we do. And um, I just try to make it look as believable as possible and tactically um, real as possible, you know, with what, with what the story entails and what the scene entails. Definitely. My favorite part is that they're just so in sync. Like when you watch it, it literally is them being like liquid (laughs) because it just, it flows so nicely. And it's just such great teamwork where in other shows or movies, you see other SWAT team members and you're like, no, that doesn't look as like nicely choreographed. And (laughs) yeah, no, you're right. And that's what I take. Yeah. I take pride. I take pride in, in what they've learned and what we do. And I take pride in the show you know, 90, you know, 6% of the time, um, they do what I would ask them to do or correct what I asked them to correct. And uh, I take pride in that. I really do. I take a lot of pride in how they've learned and how they, they do. Um, we call it a stack or a stick or whatever, when they're all going into a building and how they use their weapons going up and down, back and forth. Um, and, and every once in a while, you'll, you know, we take, we take different, different takes and there's a lot of takes in one scene. So sometimes something might slip in there that people will catch and they'll email me. Oh, I saw it. like, yeah, that wasn't, you know, so, that wasn't me. <laughs> you know, usually, usually those first takes are the ones where they make little mistakes or whatever. And then the, the other ones, they clean it up, but then that might not be the best take for the director or the editor or whatever that they want in the show. Um, but uh, Laura, I mean, I do, I take it. I take a lot of pride in it that our show, I mean, I watch a lot of shows and I'm sure you watch a lot of shows. And I just watch how our, our team, our guys, our cast, uh, move through and, I, and I'm proud of that and I watch the show and I'll give them critiques after the show what you know I saw that I didn't catch when I was there because usually I'm with a director and I'm standing behind we call it video village and I'm standing behind the camera watching so I can see what will look good and if they need to correct something and at this point you know I, I need to correct them just a little bit tweak stuff here and there 
and um, you know, to keep them going. But yeah, I take pride in it. I do. Yeah, you should. And I know I've only met you today, but I'm proud of you too. <laughs> Can't have them well, slipping off now. <laughs> <laughs> and I think a lot of that is a lot of that is teamwork. And so, uh, you know, mm. I, I don't know what Kenny said or, or Peter said, but you know, we hang out. Some of us, yeah, some of us Check hang what they out. Said about you. <laughs> I, yeah, I, you know, some of us hang out. Uh, when we're not on the show, when we wrap for the day, some of us hang out together and we've become fairly close, really close. Um, our big thing lately is playing a lot of cornhole. I don't know if you what cornhole is. No, but, what's um, that? I see uh, we have a, there's a <laughs> David Lim who plays tan and, and his birthday today, isn't it? I saw that in your Yes, Instagram. it is his birthday today. <laughs> Happy, Happy birthday, birthday to my David. boy, David Lim. Yes. And, um, you know, so we started playing cornhole him and I and Shamar and, and uh, it just became bigger and bigger. And now we have our own, this like uh, uh, SWAT cornhole on Instagram. It's at SWAT cornhole and we have our, it's as his own Instagram account. And uh, we, we used to play, we were playing every Sunday and uh, Shamar is actually redoing his backyard to make it a cornhole arena. So uh, <laughs> yes. So it. you can, you can, if you follow that Instagram account, you'll see, uh, how crazy it gets, but we, we take it seriously. We, in the beginning, we started out just for fun and then we started getting better and then it starts to become more competitive. And, um, you know, David, David is, is the best out of all of us. Him and I battle back and forth, but he, he's the best one. He, he's the best corn hauler. It's literally just throwing corn into a hole. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a, it's a bag. It's a, it's a little, it's a bag and it has, it supposedly it's called cornhole because it, you, they used to have corn in them, but now they have little resin pellets in them and you have boards that are set 27 feet apart and it has a hole in it. And so you try to get it from 27 feet. You try to throw it into the hole wow. and you get points for getting it into the hole or on the board or whatever. And, um, and it's, it's starting to become a lot bigger here. Um, but if you, if you, if you follow, if you get on, check out the Instagram account and you'll see, I will be. <laughs> but it's, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's out of control. <laughs> I'm definitely going to check that out. I'm sure it's going to be hilarious. Like I love checking yes, your Instagram be. stories and for everyone, you know, go follow Odie because, you know, you put a lot of behind the scenes videos up and yeah, I, I, love I try it. to just. I try to just because, um, you know, people really don't get, you know, they see the actors and, you know, doing their thing and they see them on whatever their Instagram accounts and they see mm -hmm. them in their magazine or on TV. And, you know, I'm just a blue collar guy. I just grew up as a, as a, I mean, I think, you know, as a hard worker and I grew up as a blue collar guy and as one of those people that watch TV, you know, you never get to see behind the scenes and what's happening. And so I try to, take as much as I can videos, pictures, and I try to post that so that, so that people can actually see what goes on behind the scenes when you're having fun in between takes in between scenes. And, and uh, you know, I, I, and people, I think people like to see that. It's just not seeing their celebrity at their event or, you know, mm -hmm. going to some place in Hollywood, you know, if, if I love it, everyone else is going to love it too. Cause you know, I have been uh, behind the scenes with different, you know, shows or movies, but for something like SWAT where I haven't been on that set, it's good to see how you guys do it all because everybody does do it differently. Yeah, they do. And and like I said, we've we've all become, you know, the crew, the, the crew is awesome. We probably got the best crew in Hollywood because everybody gets along. We have a good time. The cast is awesome from top to bottom. Uh, you know, we've all become friends and we all talk, we all text. 
uh, you know, David and myself and Lena Esco went to a Bellator, you know, MMA type fight like about a year and a half ago. And we just, we have a good time together. And I think that's my whole thing is building the camaraderie as a team. And when you build a camaraderie as a team and you talk to people, hang out with people, do things with people, then that's what bonds you as a team. And I think that shows on the show when they get to do things together, they're not just, oh, okay, well, we're done with this scene. I don't need to talk to you anymore. I don't want to talk to you anymore. I'm leaving. And I think that shows in other shows, you can tell when that happens. And mm -hmm. um, I think on our show, like I said, it, it, uh, I'm not saying we don't have our disagreements now and then, <laughs> but, um, but we have a good time and we're all really close. And I think that's what makes it look really good. It looks like a family and it looks like you guys have way too much fun on set, but in a really good way. <laughs> Did you know Rave It Up Now has a private Facebook group where we give away regular prizes and you get to have a sneak peek at what we're up to? You'll get to see some fun behind the scenes action and can be part of the interview process yourself, just like a real journalist. So come join us and share your passion for entertainment with all of our other fans. Just search Rave It Up Community on Facebook and we look forward to getting to know Looking for news that is fair and unbiased? Visit our friends over at Our Shout Media. For all the latest news from Australia and around the world, as well as their own weekly podcast, Our Shout Media delivers news that you can trust. Check them out at ourshoutmedia.wordpress.com. Our Shout Media, news delivered the Australian way on us. So when the show isn't filming, because you're retired now, so what do you do yes. in that time when the show isn't filming? You're just enjoying some nice time off? Um, you know, I, I've been programmed from a young age. I worked since, you know, I've worked almost every day and it's like, I don't take a lot of vacations. So in this business, when, when we first got here, it was kind of like, they call it hiatus. When you go on hiatus, I was like, okay, what do we do now? Yes. <laughs> you know, Cause I'm used to working every day at a job. And so, I mean, I picked up some jobs here and there, you know, I, like I said, I have people from different uh, security companies call me for uh Dig, I mean, basic layman's term, bodyguard stuff, dignitary protection. And so I still do that on the side whenever we're not working, whenever somebody gives me a call. Um, you know, I go back and visit my family in Maine. I love, you know, my brother and my aunt and uncle are back there, my cousins who I'm really close to. And and I love seeing them. And and like I said, there's a point where I'd like to have a little place back there to go back. Um, yeah. You know, you get grounded. You get grounded back there. It's a different quality of life. And, uh, and I love doing that. But, uh, you know, I have two daughters that uh, live in San Diego. Diego. Uh, one of them's an attorney. Uh, the other one, um, she's an assistant. She, they're both big volleyball players, played volleyball in college. Wow. And that was, um, you know, the probably one of the, and besides it, that was probably the best time of my life was watching them grow up and play sports because they were really good at it. And they both went to college, paid for college, uh, both their colleges playing sports. And, um, you know, my one daughter's an assistant coach at her old high school and assistant coach for um, a travel club. And uh, my, like I said, my older one is an attorney. So yeah. wow, you should be so proud. I am proud job. of them. I am very proud of them. Yes. Yeah. So, um, did COVID kind of affect the security gigs at all? Um, it did for a little bit, but you know, I think people, uh, because of COVID, uh, people became more aware of their security because a lot of people, you know, people weren't working, people were, you know, looking for jobs. And so um, it, it was, you stayed, companies stayed constantly busy, but it did affect um, some companies a little bit. Yes. Yeah. Well, 
you need to enjoy some time off too, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so not used to that, that was... Lauren. I'm not, I'm not used to that. Yeah, that was like the universe's way of saying, you need to just stop. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. right, right. You sound like my father. He just, he can't stop either. He's like, I've got to just always yeah. keep doing something. <laughs> yes, Even if I'm yes, not working, you know? He's out in the yes, garden, yes. you know? <laughs> so. We're kindred spirits, It's you know, so yes. Well, it's, you're probably, you've been used to doing that for so long that, yes. you know, if you stop, it would be like, oh, I'm just going to collapse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, you don't Pretty need much, that. Yes. <laughs> I love, I, you know, I love, I love the job I'm doing now. I love going to work every day. I love going in and seeing, you know, I mean, I go over, I also, you know, go over all the scripts uh, for the writers. I give them, I give notes on the scripts. I give them what, okay, this might look a little kind of crazy. Maybe we can do this instead. Uh, maybe we should have uh, Hondo do this instead or Tan. So I go over every script for every episode. I give the writer's notes. I go over um, costume documents and with, uh, you know, the costume department give input on that and, um, you know, props. Uh, they have questions every once in a while. So I, you know, we go over stuff together every once in a while when they need something. Yeah. So it's, uh, you know, I, I stay, I stay really busy. Uh, you know, and I love, like I said, I love going to work in the mornings. We have our own onset gym, you know, Shamar had, had a, uh, semi-trailer gutted and inside it has everything you need for a gym. I mean, everything it has, it has speakers, it has TVs and the outside is wrapped in black and it says SWAT on the side. And that's like my second home from here. I go there, I work out early before everybody else gets there. That's and so cool. um, yeah, I was gonna so ask I, how you're staying fit these days. Obviously, on set with Shamar. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. And, uh, you know, thanks to him, you know, he had that made. That, that was a lifesaver, you know, last year during COVID. Um, you know, we could only have one person go in at a time and then it had to be cleaned after that person left and disinfected and all that kind of stuff. But uh, that was a lifesaver last year. I, I went to, I actually, when the pandemic hit, I, I, you know, you get online and nobody had any weights or anything. And so I went to Walmart and they had like one, you know, I went down the weight aisle, there was one box and it was like sitting sideways of like a dumbbell, a straight bar with, with weights. And I was like, that's mine, you know? So it's kind of like I did that every day during the pandemic because everything was closed. Yeah, it looked like everybody was trying to buy weights. So they were doing the exact same thing as you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. same thing happened here. <laughs> uh, the everywhere is just sold out all over the world. <laughs> they were. It was. It was. It was. It was crazy. Yeah. Well, at least you could still work out. So thank you, for Shamar, yes. for <laughs> keeping yeah, keeping no already fit. You needed to. <laughs> And are you still like keeping up to date in some sort of regard when it comes to, you know, drills and what the real SWAT officers are doing to this day? Because obviously you're not with this police department anymore and you want to keep up to date yeah. with all of it. Yeah, um, I, you know, I have I have another friend that uh, helps me out every once in a while, but uh, usually it's it's me every day. But uh, he'll come up if we have to have double days where we have two units working, and I can't be on another unit. I can only be on the one. I can, I can only spread myself so far. Yes. So he comes up and helps me out, and uh, and you know he just retired, you know, last year, and he was actually uh, the commanding officer of SWAT in San Diego. So you know we still get. It's like, but for SWAT teams, it's kind of like, um, you know, you use uh, what, what works. You know, if it's not broke, don't fix it. And you get yes. new stuff every once in a while. You try to update things. You try to change things. And sometimes it's, you know, the old military thing is, you know, kiss, keep it simple, stupid. And um, like <laughs> a lot that. of, uh, yeah, a lot of us. Uh, and for me uh, personally, that's, that's try the way that we try to do that. If 
there's a lot of new things out there and, and we try them and other departments try them and, and they use them. And so that's what I tell our guys. That's one of the things I tell our cast, like they'll go out and they might go shooting with somebody that's a cop or somebody else or another SWAT person. And I tell them, I go, you know, the thing is, is you go out and they might say, well, we do it this way. And I tell them people do things differently. Other teams, SWAT teams do things differently. It's not wrong, but mm. they just do it differently. And for me, I like to do it the way that we do it, that our team did it. And then, uh, you know, so then it doesn't change and you just keep getting that repetition. And, um, you know, I go other teams, they might do some different things, but it's not wrong. That's the way they do it. But we need to do it this way. Mm, That's good. Yeah, It's good to kind of get both uh, sides of it as well. And then you decide which way you do want to go down as well. Yes. Now, I asked this question to Kenny and Peter, but I think it probably would be best getting this question answered from you because you've been able to see all the actors and how they've done with, you know, their drills and all their training. Who do you think could easily be a real SWAT officer? You know, I think, uh, honestly, they all go to, uh, uh, there's another place they all go and they do some shooting at and, um, I mean, honestly, right now going into they've been doing this for five seasons. And so I, I have, I have pretty much trained them in, in everything that we do. Um, they, they don't face real bullets. They don't face real SWAT, you know, uh, missions. They don't face real assaults. They don't face real going into a building, but, uh, you know, I mean, if it was something basic to do, they've, I've trained them all. And if it was something that came up that we, I mean, I'm just using a hypothetical and we had to, you know, go do something, you know, I would trust, I would trust them to go with me. You know, it's uh, all of them have been working hard and all of them to a T listen to everything that I say and they do everything that I ask them to do. So I would, you know, I would feel comfortable going in, going with them into, say, we had a warrant going into a house. I would feel totally comfortable going in with them because I trust them because they've been working hard and they go to the range, they fire rounds, they they go to the range, they practice. Um, now it's different being a SWAT guy or SWAT girl, SWAT mm. woman, but um, but you know, I got a feeling that uh, if we went someplace and and we had to do the deal, and I told, and I was, you know, I was their sergeant, their CO. I, I got a feeling we would do, they do pretty good. Wow, that is a huge statement. <laughs> I should send that to all of them. They'll be like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah." Uh, they either think they either respect you and think you're so nice, or they're really scared of you. <laughs> We're just gonna yeah, do everything a little bit. Says. I mean, honestly, it's probably a little bit of both because yes. I don't let them get away with too much. I jump their I jump their crap when they do something wrong. If they keep doing it, I jump it harder, and they know that. And like I said, I, I'm proud of what they do, and I and. And the thing is, I, I tell them, I go, you know what? This is your reputation. When you move forward into, say, another cop show, into another show where you have to handle a weapon, into another show where you have to do something like this, it's your reputation. And it's also, you know, my reputation when they go someplace and they say, well, we were trained by this guy. Oh, okay, you guys know what you're doing. Or when somebody sees them on screen, when you see them on screen, that's my reputation. You might see Shamar do something or David or Alex. Um, you know, you see them do their movement or how they hold their gun. That reflects on me. Yes. So when you see that, it's like if it was after this show ends and they're like, oh, yeah, the guy from SWAT, the TA, let's, oh, yeah, no, that show was crap. That They look like crap. We're not hiring that guy or doing anything. So, you know, I mean, I take that, I take it very seriously. And, uh, you know, like I said, I, I just, I'm proud of it. <laughs> you should be. As I said, it's my, one of my favorite shows and I just can't get over just 
how authentic it looks and oh, just so proud of you. Good job. Thank you. And, 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 and you, and, and, you know, the, and the whole and team. I, and I love hearing that. I mean, I, I really do. I love hearing that. Uh, um, you know, and, and you get people, you know, like I said, you'll get people say, well, we don't do that or SWAT doesn't do that. Well, you're right. But you know, this is a TV show. So I, I tell my buddies and they're, and they're, they, my buddies understand that it's a TV show and they know that I have to massage stuff, but yeah. still people that aren't in that industry, like, you know, cops, it's like, uh, the producers are like, you know, we like people that can say yes and massage it and make it work. Mm. The person that says no a lot, like, no, we don't do that. No, we can't do that. No, we're not going to do that. That person's not going to survive too long. No. So you have to learn how to adapt and be flexible and overcome. And, um, you know, like I said, I'll get stuff like from random people saying, well, SWAT doesn't do that. It's like, no, you're right. But we have to massage it to make it look like believable because it's TV. It is TV. And we try to make it as entertaining as possible. Yeah. Because as you said, if it was just what every every the everyday job of a sort of so there is boring parts so you got to make sure yes. we're entertained for right. a good 40 minutes that it's on exactly i mean yeah. uh yes definitely when you put it in that respect you know then we totally understand yeah yeah now we were mentioning your instagram account earlier too and i have noticed you post a lot of photos with black rifle coffee can you tell us more about that? Are we really, I, I did notice the t-shirt too. I was like, ah, oh, that's awesome. I'm going to be asking about that later. Um, uh, Black Rifle Coffee is a company that uh, it's online only and it's owned by veteran. Uh, it's, and it supports military uh, veterans and their families. It, support, it supports first responders. And, you know, they have all kinds of coffee, any kind of coffee you like, light roast, dark roast, medium roast. They have, you know, espresso drinks. They have cold brews. They have all that kind of stuff. But I, I started drinking it. Uh, I've started buying their coffee online to put in my coffee maker. And uh, once I found out that they supported veterans and, and first responders and, and families and all that kind of stuff, and I just kind of started following them. And, and, and that's, I, I love their coffee and I love their product. So, uh, you know, uh, I support, I support companies that support, you know, military veterans, uh, law enforcement, law enforcement, first responders, and, uh, and of course other things. But for me, that's, that's big for me and my heart. Yeah, of course we should all support them. That's why I wanted to bring it up. Yeah. Well, thanks. I appreciate too. it. I'm sure they will appreciate it too. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Now, we also thought we'd have some fun and learn some cool fun facts about you by playing okay. our game. Would you like to play our game, Odie? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Let's do it. So our game is called the Two Minute Hot Seat. And okay. also Kenny played it. Peter played it as well. And what I do is I ask you various questions and you just have to pick your preference. So it's like dogs okay. or cats, singing or dancing. Yep. And you have to answer as many questions in two minutes as possible. And then we'll see where you sit on the leaderboard up against everyone else that's played the game <laughs> on the show. So to give right. you a bit of an idea, Kenny answered 46 questions in two minutes. Okay. And Peter answered 48. So he actually beat Oof. Kenny by two questions. <laughs> let, me get, let me get my AirPods in here so I can hear questions. <laughs> yes, got to make sure you hear it all. And I even uh, interviewed Kenny's daughter as well, Angelica. Okay. Uh, who was on SWAT for a couple of episodes yeah, as well. Yes, she yes, answered 41 love, yes. questions. So... Ooh. 41's well she, she's under all of the all of them but 48 if yeah. you want to beat peter because right. he's the top all right peter, oh, intense. mumford mumford he, i was on his team at the beginning when he first started i was on mumford's team for a little while i started steven so yeah i love right. peter peter 
Peter's awesome. He's great. He's like the nicest guy. He's just awesome. He sure is. We were talking for, I think, like an hour and a half or something. We were just getting along so well. And because yeah. he's, you know, been an actor for decades, he had just so oh, many amazing stories I, to tell. You know, that's the thing. I mean, I, I know we're going to get our game, but that's the thing is, the other thing is, is, you know, before I got, before I got this job, it was like, you know, I've seen Peter on like so many shows before and I've seen Shamar on shows and I've seen Kenny on various shows. And so it was like, and then, you know, we have guest stars on our show, you know? Um, so it's kind of like we have a new guest, a guest star coming up on the first episode of the season, Tim Murphy. And he's like been on a bunch of stuff and even commander Hicks, you know, uh, Patrick Cena spree. I mean, he's been on a ton of stuff. So I'm seeing these people for the first time when I came in and I'm not a, I don't get starstruck by people. It's just kind of like, oh, you know, it's just kind of like, oh, that's cool. You know, there's Patrick Saint is free. Oh, there's, you know, there's, yeah, I can't you know, believe I'm in the same Timber. room as them. Yeah, I know. I was like, this is I'm, that's what you're going to you're like. This is crazy. What am I? And when I was in my first scene, one of the first scenes I was in was Shamar and those guys and Patrick. It was it's just like I'm standing there going, all right, I'm standing here with Shamar more, standing here with Patrick Saint Esprit. Kenny Johnson, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jay Harrington, who's been on a bunch of stuff. Yeah, Jay Harrington, who's been in a bunch of stuff, who's awesome. And it's like, huh, this is kind of weird. It's crazy. (laughs) Yeah, Jay's another person who puts up so many amazing behind-the-scenes videos on his Instagram, too. He's one that I'm always clicking on. And Jay's Jay's one of those guys, he takes it serious. I mean, Jay is, he is, like, laser-focused, and he's always at, I mean, they're all asking questions, but Jay is... He will, would, well, would we do, would you guys do that? It's like, no. And he's like, okay, I'm not going to do it. And, and he is laser focused on the job and he tries to get as close to uh, his character and the SWAT guy as possible. And I love it. I love it because, you know, everybody does that. And Jay is, Jay and David, and they're just, it's just, I love working with them because they just love soaking everything up. Yeah, they definitely do. And that's what I mean when, like, whenever I see an Instagram story update from you or Jay, I'm like, ooh, got to click on it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. One of, like, the last ones I saw was, like, you showing Jay how to kind of, you know, get down on one knee and yeah. come from the side. Yeah. And I'm like, and he's asking questions. That's why I was like, wow, I think Jay really takes it seriously. Good on him. It does. And, and they're, they all like that. They're all like that. And I'm sure when I don't have some of them in my Instagram, it was like, they click on it like, Ugh, it's not about SWAT. Okay, forget it. <laughs> <laughs> Got to make sure you keep the SWAT updates yeah, up, right? <laughs> I know, I know, right? I know, yes. All right. Are you all ready? I've got the stopwatch ready for you. I'm ready. I'm, I'm going to give you two minutes 15 like I did the others just because it's over Zoom. Okay. So it's not as, you know, there's a bit of a yep. delay unlike when you're here in real life. We're going to have to play it in real right. life one day too, in person. <laughs> all right. Are you all ready? Okay. Yeah. Three, two, one. Facebook or Instagram? Instagram. iPhone or Samsung? iPhone. Apple or Android? Apple. Rap or rock music? Rock. Rock or pop? Pop. Pop or country? Country. Beach or mountains? Mountains. Beach or pool? Pool. Sun or rain? Rain. Skiing or snowboarding? Snowboarding. Comedy or action? Action. Blondes or brunettes? Brunettes. Sweet or salty? Salty. Sunglasses or hat? Hat. SUV or convertible? SUV. Mac or PC? Mac. PlayStation or Wii? PlayStation. Clean or messy? Clean. Singing or dancing? Dancing. Dogs or cats? Dogs. Italian or Chinese food? Italian. Summer or winter? 
Winter. Kim Kardashian or Scarlett Johansson? Scarlett Johansson. Johnny Depp or Will Smith? Will Smith. Mall or online shopping? Online. Cinema or home movie? Home movie. Ice cream or gelato? Ice cream. Cake or cookies? Cake. Cookies or cookie dough? Cake. Family or friends? Family. Football or soccer? Football. (laughs) Night or day? Day. Christmas or your birthday? Christmas. Bus or train? Train. I color blue or brown? Brown. Vampire or werewolf? Vampire. Texting or calling? Calling. Los Angeles or New York? Los Angeles. Friday or Saturday? Friday. TV or movies? TV. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Snow or surf? Snow. Harry Potter or Twilight? Harry Potter. Family Guy or The Simpsons? Simpsons. McDonald's or Burger King? McDonald's. French fries or chips? French fries. Burger or hot dog? Burger. Guitar or drums? Guitar. Leather or denim? Leather. City or country? Country. Biting your nails or picking your nose? Biting nails. (laughs) (laughs) And we're out of time. What an amazing question to end with. (laughs) Boom, yeah. (laughs) Uh, I always find it funny when people are like, picking my nose, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. How many questions do you think you answered in that time? Uh, I, I like to think I got like maybe 50, 51. Oh, very good. So you think you beat everybody. Yes. I love the confidence. <laughs> so as I said, Kenny answered 46, Peter answered 48, and you have answered 51 questions. Yeah. <laughs> I can't right believe how important you were. Were you counting them as you were going? <laughs> no, I wasn't. I just, I just guessed. That was a very good guess. If you ever have yeah, to guess yeah. like how many M&Ms are in a jar or something, you yeah, get already right. to guess. That was really yeah. good. So you no, are sitting I'm, I'm, number 37 on the Rave It Up leaderboard up against uh, 133 right. people. So that's a really all right, all right. good effort. Good. Oh, my goodness. Yes. I am so impressed. I like it. I was like, oh, my goodness. I think he actually <laughs> will beat them. <laughs> yeah. I, I was waiting for the, I, I was waiting for like when you said rock and pop, I'm a, I'm a country guy. So I love, I mean, I grew up in the eighties, so I love a lot of the old eighties stuff. You know, yeah. you got Bon Jovi, you, got, you know, Motley Crue and Guns N' Roses and stuff like that. But I, I, I like country. I'm more of a country guy now. So. Yeah. Well, I love country too. And the, the, the rock and pop's a bit hard cause I love both, but yeah, there's some really hard questions yeah. in there. I'll give you that. No, it was good. That was good. It's <laughs> a great awesome. way for Tell us to get that. to know you. Yeah, definitely. I think some of my, pro- I'm probably, I, from what I remember, I answered one and I'm like, oh, I meant the other one, but I was just like, boom, I, I went for it. So Got to make sure you win. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. You're right. Well, if you ever come to Australia again, you let me know and we'll play it in person. Oh yeah, no, I'm in, I'm in. So, you know, your old I'd love to be able to come again. So I'm sure, you know, Alex goes back, I think he goes back, he tries to go back every year to visit his family. So, uh, um, I'd love to go back. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'd love to. Awesome. Well, we are unfortunately getting to the end of the interview now, Odie. Very fast. I know. (laughs) (laughs) It has definitely gone very fast, though. I'm like, oh my goodness. Yes, it has. Yeah. But as a closing statement, and was probably the most important question, knowing what you know now, what would you tell your 14 year old self? I would tell my 14 year old self, just not stress about 
a lot of the stuff that comes on, uh, comes along because you can't, there's nothing you can do to change a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. So just put your nose to the grindstone, uh, work hard, uh, be confident in yourself. Um, and move forward. I mean, that's what I would tell myself. It's, uh, you know, when you're growing up, it's kind of hard, you know, you have, you know, with everything going on today, plus Instagram, plus all social media and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, you see a lot of people online, I mean, a lot of stuff online in the news and, and, um, you know, you, you feel for people and you're like, you know, just, just be confident in yourself, just believe in yourself. You know, I mean, you are a different person than the next person and the next person after that. And you are, you, uh, don't be anybody else. Don't try to be anybody else. Just be yourself and, and be happy with yourself. You know, no matter what, no matter what job you get, no matter, you know, what you do in life, um, life is, you can have many jobs and people have many jobs, but as my 14 year old self, that's why I just say, be confident, nose of the grindstone, work hard, be happy with what you have. Um, and just be yourself. Yeah, don't compare yourself. Oh, I love that. Yeah. That was so much advice in one answer, and I'm so, so grateful. <laughs> so thank you. No, I, the more advice, the better. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. I released a book at the beginning of uh, last year. Wow, that time's gone quickly. <laughs> All with the answers to that question. I'm going to have to get you yeah. in the next book. That was so amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, I appreciate it. Thank you for the interview. Thank you for the email. And, uh, you know, uh, not too often I get to do it, but uh, I love doing it. And uh, it's, it's thank you for wanting to look behind the scenes and see how things are, are made, really. Um, like you said, a lot of people see in front of the camera. A lot of people don't see behind it what goes on. And um, that's, I mean, that's great. That's just awesome. I love it. Oh, you're so welcome. Thank you for taking the time. I'm like, oh my goodness, you're so busy behind the scenes all the time. I, I was like, oh, I hope he has some time to chat to me. Oh, I love it. Trust me, I love it. It's it's a good time. I love talking to people and, and letting them know what you know what it, what happens and what goes on, and, and I love it. I do. And hear about all of your hard work, which is paying off. <laughs> so you should be so proud. Thank you. Thank you. I am. Thank you. You too. You too for where you started 11 years ago. And now, you know, you're becoming a giant in the business. Oh, thank you. Now I'm interviewing you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you're welcome on the show anytime as well. Now that you have my contact, if you want to talk about yes. anything, just let me know. Well, same with you. You know, if you, if you want to talk again, give me an email, give me a call, give me a text, whatever. And, uh, you know, we'll do it. Can't wait. It's been so much fun. So I'm sure the next one's going to be even more fun. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. Yeah. So, all right. Well, thanks a lot, Lauren. If our audience want to contact you as well, find out what you're up to, check out all those cool updates. Where should we go follow you? What's your Instagram? Do you got anything else? Oh, well? yeah. No, uh, my Instagram is uh, at ODV, as in Victor Gallup, G A L L O P. And, um, you know, I try, like I said, like uh, we were talking, I try to put stuff on there that uh, people don't usually get to see uh, people that are working every day, nine to fivers, you know, people that work midnights and stuff like that, that just like to see what happens on a TV show behind the scenes. And, uh, you know, I sprinkle in a little bit of my personal life in there and, uh, you know, um, give me a follow. Black Rifle Coffee. <laughs> black, yeah. Try yeah. some Black Rifle Coffee, you know, order it online and, yeah. uh, and um, you know, I'll keep doing it. And, the, and all the fun he has behind the scenes with all the actors. Yeah, David and I, David and I, David and I go at it quite a bit. We're, we're best friends and uh, we give each other a hard time. And he's, he's kind of included Alex in that, you know, the Aussie. He's included the Aussie in that lately. So I'm going to have to get back at him a little bit. But, um, but yeah, we have a good time. We have a good time. 
Yeah, you, you make sure he doesn't lose his Aussie accent, okay? <laughs> oh, he doesn't. He knows how to turn it off on camera. As soon as he's done, boom, it's right back to the Aussie. Oh, I'm so glad. Because <laughs> <laughs> when I watch him on screen, I'm like, wow, he's doing that American accent really well. And then I watch an interview he does. with Shamar, and I'm like, oh, good. He's still got the Aussie accent. Oh, He does. I, you know, a lot of people will come on, and a lot of people come on, and they and they hear him talk on screen, and, they, and they'll talk to him off screen. He's got his Aussie accent, and they're like, are you Australian? He's like, yeah, you know, and he'll start talking to him. And we've had some Australian uh, co-stars on the show too. I think in the, in the first episode of this season, there's an Australian co-star. He plays one of the bad guys, tall guy with a little, with a little uh, ponytail on the back. And well, look uh, out he, for him. he's an, he's an Australian. Yes. Wow. I know what you mean though. Like there's been so many people I've interviewed over the years and then they come on. I'm so used to seeing them in a TV show or a movie and I'm like, wow, they sound different. <laughs> like it could just be the simplest <laughs> yes. thing. They could still be doing an American accent or something and they're American right. in a movie or TV show, but they've just put it on a little bit different, you know, yeah. a different twang or I don't know. And then I'm like, oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Alex, Alex and Alex is awesome. I love Alex. We, we were friends and, and, uh, you know, he's a, he's a great guy. Yeah. Well, it sounds, as I said, it sounds like so much fun. Keep it up. I cannot wait to see the next season as well. Should be yes, very, be, very soon. October, isn't it? October it's October 1st. October 1st is yes. the uh, season premiere. I think it's a two hour premiere. It might be at eight o'clock. Um, our oh. time, Pacific time, I think California. So um, October 1st, uh, the fifth season, um, get everybody to watch it. Have like, to wait a bit longer, but you know, uh, unless we can know, find it somewhere online. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I um, I think uh, Paramount Plus. I mean, it's a, a subscription access or whatever you can watch mm-hmm. the day after. But uh, but yeah, we need to get a season six. So uh, you know, Ooh. make sure everybody watches it, put it out there. Yes. Uh, if you ever want to talk about it, then uh, you know, give me a give me an email or call me or whatever, and we talk about episodes if you want certain Definitely. episodes. Or whatever. I cannot yeah. wait for that. Yes. Let's get to the nitty gritty and talk about each episode, yeah. each scene. That's right. <laughs> How did you yeah. do this? And everyone yep. please support. Cause you know, we want a season 20 if we can, why not? Uh, well, trust me. I would love that too. Aim high. Yeah, I, I want to get to season six first. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we need that too. So thank you so much yes. for coming on the show and let's definitely no, keep in you. contact. All right. Definitely. Thank, thank you. Thank you for listening. If you want to be the first to get every new episode, remember to subscribe to this podcast for free. Just search for Rave It Up on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and share it with your friends and tell us what you love the most and even let us know what you want to hear on this podcast. You can even check out the videos of our interviews on our YouTube channel, Rave It Up TV. And for more, visit our website, raveituptv.com. Now, before I leave you today, I just want you to remember that you are loved and you are beautiful. Bye.